Welcome everyone to episode three of the knockout. This episode was almost delayed because of my own technical pro computer problems. My iMac decided to quit on me on Saturday and threw me into computer problems. So when I got a new computer, then I had to re-sign into everything from the old computer and things were technical with passwords and all that. It was just a big old mess the last 72 hours. It was a big headache, but not to mention having to replace half the stuff I lost on the other computer just so I can make this show work. So long story short, hopefully this, you know, a lot of work went into getting this episode going. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. So please welcome my two guests. Both of them are new to my to the channel. Although I have been on ones or on one, one guy's uh, show. So please welcome JP from Commodores. Welcome. Hi. How's it going, JP? Good. He's going to argue Darth Vader. So I am extremely excited to see what he has to bring. So, yep. And please welcome Captain Comics with Superman. So I am extremely excited to see what Superman has to bring. Oh, whoa. Yes. <laughs> Look out there, yeah. This is actually the, if I had all, out of all the matchups in the beginning of the season here, I had to looking forward to this one the most, honestly. Superman versus Darth Vader. Just very interesting. Superman was one of my favorite characters as a kid, and he just cannot seem to catch a break any <laughs> time that I've had. You know, our Superman season one, he lost. He got to come back for a second round with John out of the Justice League. He lost against Darkseid. <laughs> you know, so and then I think he I'm not sure if he was in season two, but now season three here, he get uh, I was hoping Superman would make it a good way into the show at the very least, and he gets paired up with Darth Vader, the main character. It's like I don't even have to make an argument. You've already you've already said my guy wins. So <laughs> there you go. I am just like I cannot catch <laughs> well, I mean, it. Of course, <laughs> of course, Superman is gonna lose against Dark Side. Like Dark Side <laughs> requires the the full combined effort of the Justice League. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, it totally makes sense. All right. So, as everyone knows, who's watched the show, and I told you guys before the show here, you get one official challenge to challenge something. You know, Cap wants to challenge the force choke capability of Darth Vader or challenge the whole lightsaber. You know, this should be a fist fight or yada, yada, yada. Superman wants, you know, Darth Vader wants to challenge the fact that Superman could fly around, you know, that without the use of a TIE fighter. You know, it's up to you guys, whatever you want to use the challenge for, if you think your argument could benefit from it, or you just want to say, screw the other guy. <laughs> it's up to you. So, <laughs> so um, as usual, I like to try and let the per first person in to vote. So, JP, do you want to open in this open argument or closing argument? And I'll open it up. All right, so we'll have Darth Vader begin the show. Any questions before we start the start the game <laughs> or start the show? No, I'm good. All right, so JP, take it away with Darth Vader's opening statement. Okay, so we all know that Darth Vader has, as a Force user, as a Sith Lord, has superhuman abilities. But they sort of pale compared to Superman's superhuman abilities. He's stronger, he's faster, um, he can fly. Uh, Darth Vader can't do any of, you know, he can't do that. But um, Superman has other weaknesses, and Darth Vader has, in my opinion, a bit of a trump card that Superman would not anticipate because he's not going to be the most likely scenario for this fight is people that are under the Empire 
go looking for a champion to help them. They find Superman. They come to this to the Star Wars galaxy to pit him against Darth Vader. And what is Superman going to do? Being Clark, being Kal-El, he's going to want to talk. He, he's not going to fly in from like outer space and launch himself and just go for the insta-kill and be done with it. He's Clark. He's going to talk. He's going to try to talk it out, talk peace, which means he's going to get in range of basically, and Darth Vader is going to sense how powerful he is from a de- using the force. He'll be able to tell what he's dealing with to a degree of how powerful this being is and they can't F around. And to me, like he's just going to cut him with, kill him with the lightsaber. And I know the argument's going to be that all oh, lightsaber couldn't cut him. Superman is not invulnerable. His, he is super tough. But we have seen Dark's, uh, not Dark Side, um, Doomsday's claws, his bony projections have broken Superman's skin. He can be cut. Star Wars, according to official Star Wars canon, a lightsaber can technically cut through all of but like three substances, and even those two of those, it can, they just are super resistant and it takes a ton of force and power. Anything else, it can cut through in the entire universe, which means it can cut through Superman's skin, it can cut through his bones, it just takes enough power and force to do it. He's going to get close because he's going to want to talk, and Darth Vader's going to cut him down. That's, that's my opening statement. <laughs> Very, very good. All right. Caps, what is Superman's opening statement? Well, first off, thanks for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to be here tonight. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Darth Vader may be uh, a master tactician, right? He may know the area, and he definitely has the ability to sense power and danger. And I totally understand that. And yes... One of Superman slash Clark Kent's biggest biggest weaknesses, I guess you could say, some some would, would say, oh, well, this weakness is a strength, you know, is that, okay, he may be a talker. He may want to find another way out to deal with a situation like that. That is possible. I don't think that he would initially land and get close enough to Darth Vader to where, upon initial contact, to be within striking range of a lightsaber. So, okay, and even if he is, let him hit, right? You know, it's, I can see it on both sides. I've, I've heard that argument before, that a lightsaber can cut through everything. But on the other hand, Superman is invulnerable, you know, and he's been that way since day one of creation, since 1938, since Action Comics number one. Superman has had super strength and vulner- vulnerability, you know, the, and he, that is that is part of his core DNA, so to speak, within the, the publication realm. Nice, so. nice, very interesting, very interesting. Okay, well, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna start off with this question here. The way I kind of see it, you got two factors here. You got the force with the force wielding power, of Darth Vader, but you have Superman's speed, whether that's flying or running, because he's still fast, even with, you know, running, you know, hence, you know, we see him on Smallville, do that, things like that, which is a better edge if we are doing this in a fight, you know, because Darth Vader might be able to sense things, but there's only so fast, you think that there's only so fast he can move. I I would agree with that. Like, Darth Vader is going to have to use his senses, and he is at a 
physical disadvantage if once it the decision is made by both parties to go to a fight, he would be at a major disadvantage. Mm -hmm. The thing is, even if he's like you said, Clark is going to want to talk to start with because that's just who he is. He wants to like that's that's part of his character, and I don't think it's a weakness except when you're dealing with someone who's truly evil and ruthless, <laughs> um, like mm -hmm. like who's. And I believe Vader would use that as an opportunity to try to get close. Like, okay. but he would talk until he could get close. And I believe that he could use the force. Like, like if he, like if Clark sees the blow coming, he could dodge it. He's probably quick enough. He was going to have to use the force to try to hold him. I don't think he could hold him for long, but he'd only have to hold him for a split second when he wasn't expecting it to deliver the blow. That's my per That's how he would have to do it. Um, like I think Clark's, he just needs to use the force long enough to counteract Clark's speed in yeah. order to deliver one blow. And now he argued he's invulnerable, but we've seen him take damage from physical blows, be it from Dark Side, from Doomsday, from other things. Like he has taken physical damage before. He's not completely invulnerable. He's just really, really durable, is the way I would think of Superman. Is like not invulnerable. And I would think it would take like a force assisted blow to make any kind of like, he's probably just going to have to like, if he tries to like cut him in half, like I don't think he's got the strength to probably cut all the way through. <laughs> like it's going to have to be like an impale kind of like situation in order That's to right. like do it. Yeah. That's so. what do you, so what do you think, Kat? Okay. So let's get back to this whole talking thing. This will be the last thing that I mentioned about the talking because it's boring <laughs> and we're not talking about like watching like something where it's just lots of dialogue, but yes, it is Darth Vader truly the most evil person. Like as, as far as star Wars canon go, I think like, yes, the emperor is emperor absolutely evil, most evil, yeah. evil, most evil. but it. if, if Darth Vader couldn't be talked to, Luke would have never convinced him, right? You but know, that was different. That was yeah, his that's father shit. Sure, yeah, that's okay. That's, that's like, his fun. Seen, like in canon, Darth Vader when he's dealing with people that are known enemies is not what the like like he has been ruthless and efficient, as opposed to yes, when he's dealing with his son or even dealing with like as we've if you watch like the Rebel thing when he deals with Ahsoka. Yeah. But even if it, like he's a little slower to be ruthless yeah. because he has he he still has those feelings, but he's like, yeah, so that's why he talks. Like the other times he does not talk. Yeah. <laughs> like where you know, he's quick to action. Yeah. Well, so and as far as like the use of force, all right, or or the force. Mm -hmm. So like some of like the the best examples that we have of it just exactly how powerful the force is. So like we, we know that Yoda can lift an X wing out of the swamps yeah. of Dagobah. Mm -hmm. We know that count Dooku can throw objects at Obi-Wan Kenobi and, and, and Anakin, you know, yeah. we know that Darth Vader can throw objects too. Right. And so we know that the, the force is powerful and we know that yes, he may be actually able if he does get around Superman super speed, to be able to inflict a force blow, but I don't think it's enough to counteract <laughs> Superman. And so, it, and it, like to me, that's not what he would have to do. Uh, that's not yeah. what he would do. It's like I don't think I agree. Like I don't think Superman is an opponent. Like most of the a lot of the opponents we had, I was like, oh, the force choke to like take the wind away from him to mm -hmm. like to distract him. I don't think that does anything to Clark. 
Like if you tried to force choke him, I think it like Clark would be like, "What? Like what's yeah. this? You know?" Yeah. And I think what what he'd have to do is use it just enough, like use the force enough to try to hold him to deliver the blow, like with the lightsaber, not like a physical blow with the force. And I think if he tried to hold him like at a distance for a period of time. Clark's gonna break free of that. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he's just that strong. That like, I, so I would concede that point. <laughs> like that he couldn't use the force to like hold him or to force choke him or to hold him for an extended period of time. But we're just talking like if he's close enough, a second. Yeah. Which it's gonna take Clark that long to realize what it is that's happening. Yeah. That, that reminds me of uh I'm not sure if I read it in the novel or the somewhere in the Reign of Superman storyline, but something like when they when they had that Superboy clone. They couldn't get his powers exactly like Superman's because he, you know, the sample and all that. Superboy had power. Superman didn't like some sort of propel telekinesis kind of a thing, and they had theorized that it kind of worked like Superman's. And that Superman doesn't really fly; he somehow propels himself away from the ground. And that got me thinking before the show. That um, that would I mean that kind of would, that's that's almost like a force, you know, a kind of a force thing that Superman could do. I mean, ideally, I'm not sure if it would. Uh, consciousness or not but it seemed right. like would that lessen the fact would that lessen the the uh force capabilities of vader if superman can kind of you know resist it you know i wasn't sure but something i wanted to throw in there but uh yeah, yeah. i actually never even thought about factoring in flight to this because in a battle with darth vader flight even if if just to like oh that's it i'm pulling blocks i'm gone you know but yeah my thing with Superman is like his invulnerability or, or the fact that he can take one hell of a beating because like, so JP, you keep bringing up like dark side and, and doomsday, which are definitely, definitely right. arguable, right? Those, those right. doomsday killed him. Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, and, and on this show, dark side has beat him. And we've established that. Like, I think that like it would take the entire force of the justice league to take down dark side, but it's just right. Superman and Darth Vader here. So the the reason why I think Doomsday won, you know, all those years ago was like we have two beings that are more equal, right? They're uh, both physical. they both have like similar speed and strength. And this is a slug fest that lasted for at least in the comic book like a couple of days in comic book time, you know, like like maybe it was like a 24-hour period from the time like he actually lands and he starts like going to Metropolis to actually find Superman while it, you know, stretched over a period of months and stuff. But it was a constant non ending slugfest until they both died right. or died with Superman coming back a little bit later. Mm-hmm. So, so far JP, what I keep hearing besides like using the force to like distract has been your main argument, the lightsaber. Right. Yeah. And so like, I just, I honestly don't think that a lightsaber could penetrate Superman's skin. According to canon, it can cut anything. Like, literally, okay. like, anything. Now, some things, like the Beskar, like, if you watch the Mandalorian, like, the Beskar seal, like, it takes a, tr- the, it's dense enough that it takes a tremendous amount of force to, like, do yeah. it. Like, but eventually it would cut, or with enough force, it would cut through. And so, according to canon, it could cut anything. Now, like I said, he's going to have to, like, not go for, like, a big wide cut through, like, a big chunk. He's going to have to go for, like, in, like one kill. I mean, I, I'm i not saying I'm arguing, like, that Superman has more ways to win this fight. 
like he does. But my my thing is that Superman, being who he is, is going to give unintentionally Vader an opportunity because he believe he understands he thinks he's invulnerable. He doesn't think this weapon can hurt him, which is why like. Even if they've told him, he's like, eh, these kind of things have never been able to hurt me before, which I think gives Vader a huge opportunity to get close enough to actually hurt him. And what if he went for the strike and as he's going, Superman uses heat vision and zaps the lightsaber? Well, I think the, vision, the lightsaber can block laser bolts and all kinds of like the lightsaber, if the, if he, the blade, if but if not the handle. The handle what if, what if you shoot the lightsaber handle, the hilt? Oh, wait, like it with the blows up in his hand. hand. Yeah. And the kyber crystals exploded. Well, you can kind of argue. Well, he wouldn't be able to, his heat vision is not powerful enough to explode a kyber crystal, but it, like, yeah, it could damage the hilt or the lightsaber and make it malfunction. Yeah. He would have to be, again, he has, if Superman knows it's a fight, like he knows that the decision's made, then he has a huge advantage. Because of his speed and his strength, like against Vader, I will concede that. We got a question for you: Would Clark be willing to kill? This is the thing in the movie. See, that's what's crazy. Like, (laughs) I look look at Zack Snyder's Snyder's Superman. (laughs) I I, I read every bit of Star Wars. Like, I didn't read the expanded stuff, the expanded universe. I have watched Rebels and Clone Wars. And the Mandalorian and, and all non Star Wars movies. Yeah. The the problem is, is like there have been multiple iterations of Superman. You've got George Reeves, you got Christopher Reeve, then you're you know Henry Cavill and, and Dean Kane and yada yada yada. And every yeah, well, Superman is a little bit different. And so that was the thing that killed me about Kent, Henry Cavill and Snyder with the Man of Steel is like, okay, I can take a two hour destructo fest at the end. With Zod, but when when Superman snaps his neck, that was to me that was like I was like no no that's no, not that's, that's actually it, it's completely it's completely sane and all that because he was you literally put into the point of no return. This is like like uh, Zod says he was bred for one purpose and one person purpose only. Yeah. You know, complete. So his purpose, you know, so he was not going to stop. You literally had to put him out. Superman's technically killed Doomsday. He's killed Zod here. I'd argue that. Every single time in the comics or movies, he tries to kill Brainiac because it's a it's a computer, or nothing else. Yeah, this yeah. Superman does have a kill threshold. He just tries not hold. It's a it's a but it is a it's a very high high threshold. Yeah, I like because it doesn't matter like what warning he gets when he's going because the way I picture the only way I picture this fight is someone has went to Superman for help against the Empire, mm-hmm. and. The way to me it happens is Superman's gonna come down. He's gonna like tear some stuff up and demonstrate that like TIE fighters and other stuff are not effective against him. And then he's gonna be like, go to the leader to get him to surrender, because that's what Clark does. Because <laughs> that's who he is. And to me, like having seen what he can do and being able to sense to the force how powerful he is, I think. The opportunity Vader has had is he's going to wait for an opportunity during the conversation and go for the kill shot because that's the way I think it. That's the only. That's the way I think it. I honestly think that's how it would play out. Now, whether or not he delivers the kill shot or Superman reacts fast enough is really probably the deciding aspect of the battle, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. 
But yeah, this has been a very fun argument, very good argument. Do um, either of you have any other points you want to add exactly? Because I mean, I I mean, I would Bastille for the defense against the lightsaber and all that, and your arguments, Superman might be able to take it. The Bastille is it? I'm not not very caught up on that mythology of Star Wars. Is that just like very, 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 very dense kind of stuff, or is it how it's worked? It's basically like the way they describe it is it's Mandalorian ore is like one of the densest substances in the entire universe, and then the way that the Mandalorians figured out how to refine and use it mm -hmm. makes it so that like particularly like a glancing blow doesn't do anything, and even if you hit it, like like the force it would take to cut all the way through. A thick piece, like a you know, an inch piece of Beskar steel, yeah. is more than most people could could do. Like yeah. you could eventually do it, but like it would, like the amount of force it would take to do it, like is a lot. Yeah. Um, but like the lightsaber itself is said to be able to cut through anything. But there's like one other substance that's like this inert rock that reduces all energy and everything else. It's some weird thing. <laughs> they try to explain that isn't affected at all by energy or anything. I understand. Okay, so I understand. Well, like, okay, I want to say one point before you do. I'm sorry. I would argue with the whole lightsaber point. It depends on where this fight actually takes place. This also is something we hadn't talked about yet. Right. I was going to point. It's like it, in Star Wars, there's a ton of worlds. Yeah. yeah. So depending on which world he finds him on, there may not be a yellow sun. Yeah. Like, or if he's on another one, there may be two. Yeah, and how would it? And here's a question. I'm just more out of curiosity. How would a yellow sun, two yellow suns, affect him? Like, like Superman on steroids. I just oh, imagine like if Rob Liefeld had on Superman, you like, get a Rob Liefeld Superman with two suns. I mean, is it Superman on steroids, or does it like actually mess him? Is it like overload him almost? What like what was it? All Star Superman, where he's basically overloaded. He's absorbed too much energy, and he basically like tears apart. Yeah. Like, not to say that that's what would happen. I'm just curious what your thoughts on that would be because we've seen that, like, in the comics, like, where he got too much and he basically, like, overloads. Like, how poisoned by Luthor. He, he, he got, like, solar poisoning. Yeah, it just yeah. depends and all that. So, if you, depending on where this thing takes place, you know, if it's on Tatooine and the two suns is not too much, I would argue that a lightsaber isn't going to do shit against him. Probably not. <laughs> if this now, is Tatooine or space, I'd argue it has a better chance because he is less juiced. Yeah, but there's still stars, and stars there's still emit well, that UV though, light. Like Mustafar, which is where Vader's like base is, mm -hmm. has a red sun. So mm -hmm. like he would be. If I just thought it was because of like volcanic eruptions. Well, it is volcanic, just... but the system also has the system also has a red sun. Like, but that's you know, so because there are there's like depending on like which system you go to there's all different variety of stars just like there is in the real thing or they you, they've made that part of canon or whatever now most common where there's life is yellow so there mm -hmm. are more yellow than there are um other systems but in terms of just the ones that they visit frequently but there are systems where he would potentially be at a disadvantage depending on where they met like, so to me, I was just generically okay. Let's not give him two suns. <laughs> so there's yeah. <laughs> let's not give him a red sun. You know, if you just did like Coruscant or something, like a single yellow star, then what would happen? Yeah, yeah. I had the hardest time placing going. Where would this fight take place? The Superman's in DC universe. I see him. I see. I can see him growing up on Naboo in a farm. I can see him going to work yeah, yeah. on Coruscant. <laughs> The story I told myself was that some race that they was being suppressed by the Empire 
figured out how to travel across to another galaxy. They found a hero. They brought him back. And that's how it would go. It's the like, and which is sort of why I think now if Superman was raised in the universe in the boo. Mm-hmm. And so he knew what a lightsaber could do. He knew the true, like, because the people telling him, like, if you look at the Star Wars universe, they don't understand the force or what Jedi, even the people in the Star Wars universe, like the common yeah, people. It's a hokey religion. It's a hokey religion. None of them under, really understand what he can do. So Superman would go in under that scenario blind. Whereas if he grew up on Naboo, potentially he would have more information just from life experience mm-hmm. and he would have potentially run into Jedi being a being as powerful as he was, my guess is he would have run into Jedi before this. So that would give him a huge advantage knowing, oh, I don't want to touch that thing. <laughs> like, that might actually be able to hurt me. <laughs> well, according to Legion, Vader's use of the Force is absolutely not strong in Superman. So, yeah. Yeah, that's I have to agree. Problem. I mean, that's no, just what I, I think. I, Darth again, Vader is awesome. In, in, in Star Wars canon, He's the baddest mofo in the galaxy, right? I mean, hands down. I, I, I mean, I honestly think that he could beat the Emperor. Were he not like, I mean, yes, the lightning destroyed like his life support system. That's yeah. something fun I'd like to discuss. But the fact is, he's still just a man. He's still just a Jedi. You know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, I just, I see the fight happen. Like, Vader may throw him off with a, with a, with a force blast or, or even try to do a force choke, or even swinging him with a lightsaber. And I honestly think, with his between just just between his super speed and his heat vision, I don't see any chance he could attack his lightsaber or his life support system. And now I know that he's not necessarily a killer. In every case, I don't believe I don't believe Clark Kent Superman is a killer. I don't right. think he would go for the kill move. But in a like this situation, I don't know. You know, <laughs> I, I, like I was laughing at Legion all his comments. I fully admit, like the argument Legion's making, I don't necessarily disagree with. I think in a, we know we're gonna fight from the moment that like they arrive. Yeah, Superman has a huge advantage. Like Vader is not gonna be able to like force choking. He like if he uses the force to try to hold him, it would work for basically long enough for Superman to realize what's happening, gather his strength, and then he could break it, in my opinion. Yeah. But my my whole point is, Clark being Clark and being like someone who wants to avoid that fight, if he can, is going to like try to talk. And Vader's going to have to take advantage of that opportunity. And either he does or he doesn't. If he doesn't, then he loses. If he does, then Clark potentially loses by taking him slightly too lightly and not expecting that the lightsaber to be able to hurt. And mm-hmm. that's why I think the path is to victory. I, I fully admit when I got this matchup, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like most, like most scenarios he loses. But I think the most likely scenario is that Clark lets his guard down and that, and that's all it would take. Hmm. Yeah. When I, I saw this lineup, I was, my first question is like, Someone's gonna try to argue that the force is magic, and and I I don't believe that. Like I don't believe no, that the force I, is magic. I look so, at it as like just an extension of your person, you know, yourself. Yeah. So that's a question I did have. Like, and this is my debate: is mm-hmm. force lightning? Is it more like magical lightning, 
or lightning lightning. Hmm. Neither like one has a little bit of effect, but not much. One has a lot of effect because it's magical. Because it's coming from life force, it's not coming from electricity. So yeah. like hmm. would force lightning actually like like I don't think he could like kill him with force lightning, but would it slow him down enough that he could like attack him as well? And I I'll be honest. Like, I went back and forth on that in my own head as whether or not that would work because, like, we have no real I would, I would connection to know for sure if what it's more like, what yeah. it would be more effective. I would kind of argue that it is more supernatural, magical than normal. So I would argue that it has a better chance of affecting Superman than regular old lightning because... I would agree with that. Even, like I said, take the last movie, Rise of Skywalker and all that normal lightning wouldn't bring down a fleet like that shooting up in the air and scatter all that. And, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it depends. It seems like it has different characteristics depending on which movie you see the force lightning in, but I all right, man, I'm ready for my challenge. Okay. Oh, right, gonna so, the challenge. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try this. Like I want okay. to, to, to do the challenge. And if, if I'm using this incorrectly, please let me know. Okay. Okay, but so it's my I'll, challenge. I'll, yeah, you you state you you start you state your point here. JP will have his chance to rebuttal and say that's bullshit, okay. and this is the reason why. And then I'll decide who has the argument. And then sure. if you win, we have to JP can has to drop his argument and can't use it. Okay. So my my challenge is I do not think a lightsaber could penetrate Clark Kent's or Superman's uniform, not his skin. But even his wardrobe. His wardrobe is cool. Okay. So because Superman comes to Earth, there there are different versions of this. When he's originally, he's like with his blankets, and that gets transformed into his costume, and they're just as indestructible as he is. Other versions of Superman have have it to where like his body emits like this aura. To where like whatever he's wearing gets protected under this super mm -hmm. like Chris Kryptonian on earth kind of shield to where like in that case, his costume still can't be destroyed. Okay. So even if, you take the fact, <laughs> <laughs> even if you take the costume out of it and just look at that sounds gross. Buck naked Superman. You know, so how about we just say a shirtless Superman? Like Henry Cavill, but he's like, you know, lobster farming and wherever. Um, let's just go with that. And like I still don't think that a lightsaber would damage his skin. And that's that's my argument. All right. Okay. Star according to official Star Wars canon, a lightsaber can literally cut anything in the universe except for one thing. And it's a completely uh, a rock that is completely inert to all energy substances, which is not what Superman is. We have seen Superman's suit get ripped. We've seen Superman get beaten and bloodied by fists from Doomsday and others. Like, we've seen his skin get broken. We've seen him be impaled on objects. Even in most recent, recently in DC in the DC storyline, he got in front of the Flash when he was running fast, and Flash's rib bone pierced him. Like, Superman can be cut. He can be damaged. It takes a lot, but he can be. And a lightsaber, literally, according to canon, can cut anything in the universe. So, yeah, it can cut his skin. Now, would it take a hell of a lot of force? Yes, but it can do it. Like, so, yeah, I, 
Like, I've seen his, he's talking about his costume. His costume's been ripped a million times. <laughs> like, times yes. I will, like, Doomsday ripped it to shreds. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. I'm, I'm calling BS on his BS call. <laughs> like. Okay. Well, let's see. The way I see it, and what I've what I've heard and or seen in movies, and what I understand now, like I said, there are there are things in movies and shows and all that where Superman's clo- clothes, because it was made on Krypton, had the same characteristics, properties that Superman had, so it was stronger and all that than normal clothing would be. Hence the reason why his keg was baby blanket. Um, whether or not the protection is in the clothes as well as the skin or his aura or the Superman projects goes past it but just like the best the best the best car or best steel i can't right was best, that best car best car. It's like the best car armor like in the uh final like the um, mandalorian yeah. and finale and all that is not you know lightsaber proof it was it took a beating but after a while it was starting to heat up and would have broke had he not or would have broke or did break but if he had not won the fight so i would argue that a lightsaber would have effect it would just take a while, but it would just take a while to affect Superman if he was that tough, or in his clo- whether it was his clothing or his skin. So the lightsaber completely is valid in the argument. And plus, it's also an essential part of Darth Vader, and you cannot get rid of it without getting rid of something else, getting rid of a you know a neck, his other arm. <laughs> so I side with JP more on this argument. So. But well, yeah, I, at this point, I think we're down to like the finer details. I mean, yeah. I'll be honest, like this is it's up to the chat. It really comes down to like for me, it comes down to a if you don't believe that the lightsaber could cut, then the Superman wins. Like Vader doesn't really have many options beyond that. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it, it can. I think that he's good to do it. Like I said, he's going to have to like catch him a little bit with his guard down and to deliver a blow that would be like able to kill him or damage him enough that Vader could ultimately win. Um, like, but I think Clark being Clark and trying to do the honorable thing, which when you're dealing with an unhonorable person doesn't always like is a strength for Clark, but doesn't always pay off in reality when you're dealing with an unhonorable person. That is, um, that is Clark Kemp. And I think he gives him an opportunity and I think that's what would happen. Like, if Superman came to the planet with the intent of I have to defeat and destroy this being, Superman wins. Hmm. Like, clear to me. But that's not who Clark is, and that's not how he would enter the situation. And I think that's that's where Darth Vader would win. Awesome. Well, if there's no further points that Cap wants to make and all that, I think we can move into closing statements and then let the chat finish up voting. If something they haven't voted already. So any more points? I'll, I'll make one one last little point. All right. And I'll keep this quick. So mm-hmm. I haven't seen Vader juice or anything or be uh, impacted by other things. But let's just say uh, Superman gets a little bit of red kryptonite. He gets all aggressive and stuff. And next thing you know, you have him ripping the limbs off of Darth Vader like a rag doll. Yeah, there's the green one. There's the, green, the chats argue. Yeah, if you got... If you got uh, some of the if you got injustice Superman like where Clark's just like went totally dark and like is willing to kill and like all this kind of stuff, 
Vader probably loses <laughs> because if he comes in in a complete. Now I will say, I do think there. There's also a scenario like that though where it ends in a draw in a very messy one, which is if Superman were to like because if he came at him at full speed, like full speed at him to just like take his head off, like in which case really all Vader would have to do is get the lightsaber between them and then it basically cuts him in half and then Superman tears him in half and they're both in pieces like on the ground <laughs> because Superman's own force at that point like drives the saber right through him as he, as he tears Darth Vader apart. So... be very interesting, yeah. So, alright. Um, final arguments here. We'll start off again with JP. What is your final argument, your closing argument? Uh, my closing argument is this. Is that, again... Clark being the see the brighter side, the Boy Scout, see the brighter side of things to try to end this peacefully is going to get close enough that either via the force, like a short, quick force hold that wouldn't last very long, but last long enough, or force lightning stun or distract Superman long enough to deliver a killing blow with a, dice, uh, with a lightsaber. Um Long extended fight, Superman probably wins from a distance. Um, but I think Clark doesn't come in with the intent of defeating or destroying this being. He's going to come in with the intent of making him back off and give up and let these people go free. And I think that is ultimately what gives Darth Vader an opportunity and how he wins the fight. Um, that's it. Very nice. All right, Cap. What does Superman's final say? Sure. I like what you just added there, JP. He comes in and lets these people go free. All right. So, obviously, Superman, there's, there's a hostage situation going on. That changes everything. The whole thing, we had to start from the beginning now, JP. <laughs> <laughs> because what we have now is we have a Superman that knows what kind of situation he's getting into. And I don't think that he's necessarily going to be all Boy Scout up front. I think he's going to be aware. He knows that there's a snake in his midst, and he's going to treat Vader just like that. So, with that in mind, he's going to be waiting. He's going to be aware that in any second, something could happen. And when it does, that's when he's going to deactivate his lightsaber by exploding it with, let's do this time we'll do his, his frozen breath. He'll freeze his lightsaber to the point it won't work. <laughs> then with his super speed, he'll go and he'll just turn down his, his like um, scuba apparatus just enough where he can't breathe. And the fact that, yes, that it took him and Qui it took Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn five minutes to melt a circle in a door. I don't think that the <laughs> lightsaber will actually impact him. Superman comes in, he takes over, he cleans up, and he's back home eating breakfast with Lois Lane before you know it. Very <laughs> again, my point was that he would pierce him with the lightsaber, which he instantly pierced the door. It just took him longer to make a big giant hole in it. That took longer, but like, yeah, as far as okay. like going yeah. through the door, he went right through it. <laughs> just All for right. the record there. If you haven't voted, links in the chat. So, be very fun. So, yeah. I am, this is a great, great matchup. This is an awesome matchup. You know, I gotta have both of you guys back for an exhibition match. You guys work, argue so much fun. This is so much fun. Yeah, I had the, I had the idea while I was working going, hey, this is a perfect kind of what-if scenario. Superman goes from planet to planet. What yeah. if he just miss Earth and lands in the Star Wars universe instead? 
That's why I opened it up with, you know, what if on Naboo instead of Earth? So it's like, so if you, so technically, if you use that argument, Superman grew up in the Star Wars universe, knows about the Jedi, at least the religion aspect. Yeah. So he's kind of familiar with someone. I mean, you might not be as familiar with the Sith and all that. So it can still be surprises, even if you live there. But anyway, so, this is a lot of fun. I mean, uh, I'm you telling you, the death plan scenario, if Superman lands on Naboo, Depending on the timing of that, everything changes because there may never be a Darth Vader at that point. Because for all we know, the protector of Naboo, the Trade Federation, there's no reason for the Jedi to ever go there. There's no reason for Qui Gon Jinn to ever end up on Tatooine, and Anakin's still a little slave boy on Tatooine. But <laughs> so, I couldn't, I couldn't decide. I honestly couldn't decide. Should I go with Coruscant since Coruscant is the metropolis of the Star Wars universe? Should I well, have him landed in the cornfield? So should, yeah. should I have him land on Tatooine where there'd be a moisture or be a farmer there in a moisture farm? Or to be in Naboo where it's kind of like Smallville? So I just put him on Naboo for the sake of argument. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this was definitely an amazing episode, guys. It was super fun, a lot of fun. So get those final votes in if you haven't voted yet. I'm pretty um, sure I did not get Legion's vote. <laughs> yeah. All I know is no that either story. way, Thanks, I, Mark. I, all I know is that either way, whoever wins, I'm going to be happy for you. I'm very happy for you. And whoever loses, I'm going to be very sad because I want to both <laughs> move forward. I'm not, this is definitely one that I'm torn on. It's like, because like before I even got into comic books, Star Wars was my first love. Yeah. Hands down. Um, I was born in 1980 and I have followed Star Wars my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, um, for those I forgot to mention before, there is the um, Battle Royale comic link. Uh, links in the description below. Um, whoever the top two votes, um, whoever votes on it, and so far the only one person who voted. So you can still vote for like a Darth Vader or Superman to win against the full 24, 24 like a Hunger Games kind of thing. So yeah. if Cap or JP, you got your supporter you know, supporters to vote for you, you can still come back even if you lose to, to have a chance to win overall. So. Let's unruly with the thing. I didn't use that. I was gonna say that he would distract me by saying uses force to like figure out who Superman was, and he'd be like, Jorel never told you who your real father was. I am your father. (laughs) (laughs) Just Um, distracting, you know. (laughs) I am your father. Yeah. All right, so I am your father. (laughs) Results for the Knockout episode three, who would win this what if is Darth Vader with 15 votes, Superman with nine. All right. I'll I'll admit I'm a little surprised. (laughs) Congratulations, Darth Vader. And once again, Superman gets the short end of the kryptonite stick. (laughs) So I am again bummed that Superman cannot catch a break. <laughs> Superman can't catch a break. I really, I'll be honest, when I got this matchup, I'm like, I don't know how I argue this. <laughs> like, Congratulations, JP. I am excited yeah. to see what you do with Darth Vader. Yeah, buddy. So, um, I for, I'm not sure who you're going to match up with just yet because I don't have the things in front of me. And again, I have oh, to. Yeah. So, but, um, so next matchup is uh, Optimus Prime with Otto from the. Three men in the basement versus Doctor Fate from, with Sharon Life with two YouTubers. So, oh. be very interesting, you know. Sharon's arguing Doctor Fate. Nice. Yeah, Autobot versus Magician. So it should be. A so lot would that be like? Would that be the who I would in the next round? Round three versus round four? Or yeah. is that um, how it, 
I'm not 100 percent sure because the way I set it up is I wanted more people to vote um, to compete in the season, so I increased the brackets by 50 percent. But okay. when I increased by 50 percent, I um the first four and the last four on either side kind of got shorted a com uh, contestant. <laughs> oh, okay. They didn't just double it outright. But the way it works out is almost like a um first or second seed in the playoffs. In the, in, in the oh, playoffs. okay. So we so, we had to play an extra round already. Like we were gonna. So, you 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 were in you were in the rack you were in the bracket of you would get you you have one less match to make it to the final. Oh, so, nice. So, so yeah, so take that. <laughs> I luck with that, man. So I think you're gonna be facing off against. Um, hey, well, we'll figure it out. It's not a, yeah. yeah. Actually, you'll you'll be you'll, you'll be facing off whoever wins Optimus Prime or Doctor Fate. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Okay. So, so, Auto watch. Oh, let's roll. Well, now I need to. I not. No offense to Optimus Prime, but I need to root for Sharon just so I can talk trash to her the whole time. <laughs> yeah. No, she always brings, you know, she and Rena always make a great tag what, team. She gets a tag team partner? I don't know about that. She, I just never argued against it and no one ever challenged it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to call right off the bat. That's going to be my, right at my objection right at the beginning. It's no Rena. Sharon's on her own. <laughs> <laughs> well, she made it, you know, so who knows? So, all oh, right. <laughs> this is a lot of fun, so. I will say, I've had more fun reading the comments on this this video oh, yeah. than any other one I've ever read. Because, I mean, the comment section has had me cracking up all the night. The comments have been really good tonight, so. This is actually one of the more popular matchups that I've seen. I had up to 10, down to 5, and so it was, like, <laughs> really popular, so. All right. Um well, don't worry, Rena. I don't think I'm not, uh, I'm not letting you make your art make the arguments for Sharon, Rena. I know that you like. I know where the I know where the brains of the operation is. Like I, I'm getting, I'm gonna get you out of there right off the bat. I'm making my objection. <laughs> All right, so uh, I, I get Cade to help argue for. <laughs> Before I let you guys go, either anything you guys want to shout out, you know, uh, Captain Comics, anything coming up here on your channel? Oh, and, I've always got stuff. And JP can explain more about uh, the other two Comigories Olympics, which I will be a part of one of them. Nice. So I look forward to it. So, Cap, do you have anything what's coming up on your channel? Yeah, sure. So um, every Friday, I do something called Friday Fun, where I play a song and you get the ch chance to name that song. Um, also, every Saturday, I release a new video, and I'm mm -hmm. always there in the live chat waiting to talk to you. This one that's coming up is uh, a part two of a three-part series, and it's things that you don't know about the Avengers. This next one, episode two, will be dedicated solely to the Guardians of the Galaxy. And I don't just talk about the characters. I actually like show my comic books, and I talk about the characters in that comic book. And so um, that's interesting. It's stuff that you don't know. For episode three of that, which will be next week, I'm going to be talking about Spider-Man. And there's a lot of stuff that the average person may not know about these characters. Okay. Other than that, you can always find me on my channel. I do monthly giveaways. I do first appearances. I talk about evolutions of characters. And naturally, that's all in Capstone Comics. And I'll see you in the next video. Cool, cool, cool. JP, what's coming up with you? Uh, so I do Saturday. I do my look back, uh, where I look back at the hot comics from six months ago and do my review of what they're doing now. And I do that on Saturdays. I do my cash or trash on Sundays where I talk about the hot comics of this week. And I make my predictions for that look back in six months. And I mostly like 
what the heck are we buying? Stop it. <laughs> and, you know, rant a little bit. And then, um, and then on Monday, well, not this coming Monday, but we have been doing on John, I'm part of uh, Comigories, if you, as you talked about, on John's Comics with Kids channel. Um, and we do that, we've been doing that every other Monday. Uh, we're doing our Summer Olympics. We had our indie medley where you could only play indie comics. Uh, two nights ago, Monday night, we had our long distance run where you can only play comics from a single run. Mm -hmm. uh, upcoming, we have, you're on the short box one, right? Or no, you're on the... Uh, I think I'm on the... Ten, on the decathlon. Yeah, I think I'm on the 10 round. So we got two more Olympic events. We have the short box sprint where you can only, you have one short box and you have to find your category category in that box when we pull it, whatever category, you have to have it in that box. <laughs> yeah. I love this spectrum. And then the last event, which you are a part of, Matt, is the decathlon where you have to play 10 rounds. It's a free for all. All four contestants playing against each other, all 10 rounds, winner take all for our last gold medal of our Commodores Olympics. So yeah. those will be coming in August. Um, but yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully I can do better this time around with oh. 10 rounds. And then I will say we got coming up uh, a week from, well, next Tuesday. So not a week from Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I'll be doing my next round of my indie show. We're talking Canto Volume 2. And I have the fun member of Life with Two YouTubers family, Cade's going to be on, <laughs> along with Kate and Charlie from John's Comics with Kids. We're going to be reading and talking about Canto 2. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. And then the week after that, I got, we're doing Fables, and I have that Rena and Sharon people are on again. And, yeah. <laughs> so. I think you made a mortal enemy with Rena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much trash going on. It's like a landfill right there. <laughs> uh, all I have to say is, I'm not holding you back, Rena, because I don't want to die. <laughs> I side with you and your arguments. <laughs> I love it. That's why I decided to pull ahead of time so JP will just have to work oh, out. All I know is. All this trash talk amounts to nothing if they can't get past Optimus Prime. So, <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, episode four won't take place for at least probably two weeks or so because next Wednesday I leave for on my vacation. I go down to Texas. My wife's sister is getting married, and so we're making a vacation out of it. And so we're being gone for a week. So I'll have a. Uh, hunting hall video out of it i'm gonna stop my, my my thing is i have to stop by one comic shop honey we're gonna do one shop over there at least i have to do one so we're gonna make i'm gonna make a traveling hunting hall out of it and see what i can pull for my asm run down there so, I can, so thank you yep i'm like down i'm down to the mid 70s so i'm just getting closer and closer but yep other than that so i just need to talk to life with two youtubers here arena and uh auto to figure out when uh when uh, we're going to schedule um, episode four here. And so that'll give me hopefully enough time to rebuild my intro for season four, episode four and all that. And your intro tonight was great, man. Awesome. Well, yeah. well, that, well, I had, like I said, I had, I have the software on my new, on my new computer here. And all I just had to get was find the pictures. And like I said, luckily I had, luckily I had the, uh, the thumbnail and the marketing pictures already on my phone which I've been showing off on Instagram for hype. 
and all that. So I already had half of that. All I had to do was find more pictures off of uh, Google to put it together. So, but everything else is for the future episodes are locked onto my other computer. Uh, so if I don't get it, if I don't get it to actually start up again here, I have to rebuild everything I lost, including my channel intro, my channel intro, my channel credits. My you didn't have any of that saved to the cloud or anything? I was stupid this time. Now you know, no. so I, I I only make I make mistakes once, but I usually pay for them <laughs> a lot. So after that, Sorry, I learned man. Yeah. Well, so. Hopefully, hopefully you can get somebody can get that stuff off of there for you. So yeah. So yep. And geek geek aficionado, I look forward to your your uh, episode around. I forget which one you're arguing. I forget who he's playing. Yeah. Geek is arguing. Uh, oh, Jean Grey or Jean Grey slash Phoenix. So I look Again. forward. Okay. Who's he, who's he going up against? Uh, Jean Grey and Phoenix is are going up against John Constantine. So. Yeah. Oh my god. So. Yeah, I'm I glad would, I'm not doing those. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun. You know, yeah. like I said, this is this is this is the matchup I was most looking forward to, and then the one like other one coming up here is literally Green Lantern versus Sinestro. I didn't want. I I wanted you know the, the wheel put them together. It's just funny as hell that they put, the, the, oh they're a first round matchup. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it's funny. I have the randomized wheel that sets up round one, so that way it's a completely random whether you got. I can kick your butt easily, or if the fight to the finish, or if it's roughly even ground. That's the lesson I learned from season one when I oh. fixed content. I I had good round ones. Then when I got to round two, I had like Batman versus Thor, you know. So it's like, Ugh. No. so this this way, if Batman versus Thor happened again, it was the will that set it up, not me. No. So not my fault. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's why, that's why I did it live. And all that, so people can watch it. And all you saw, my hands were up here. <laughs> all right, so thank you guys for joining me, JP. I can look forward to your round two with whoever you're going up against, Optimus Prime or Doctor Fate, in the future. So look well, forward. You're know, gonna have to upper game, otherwise it's probably Optimus Prime. But we'll see. Be <laughs> <laughs> glad you're not going up against Constantine. <laughs> and with that, no, we're gonna leave before Rena blows, and I see. The yeah, I was gonna here. say Rena and Sharon are gonna start yelling at me again. <laughs> yeah, but I can see the smoke coming from the window. All right, so take care, everyone. See you guys for episode four hey, coming sure. up in about two weeks or so. Who knows? You'll find out if you follow me on Instagram. For the show, the knockout, something on eighty nine. So that's my tag for my show on Instagram. So you can follow the show there for easy matchups or things like that. So peace out, everyone. Take care, and as always, happy collecting. Till next time. See you guys later. Have a good night. Did it there? There we go.